You're listening to Real Paranormal Talk with Jeff Trelowitz, part of CKCC Radio. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Podbean. And now your host, Jeff Trelowitz. You are listening to the Real Paranormal Talk podcast, your home to all things spooky on CKCC Radio. My name is Jeff Trelowitz. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a ghost hunter. I'm an investigator. I have seen things and heard things that I just can't explain, and we're going to talk about them here, but that's not all. We're going to talk about some of the most haunted locations in the country. We're going to talk about some of the most popular paranormal TV shows. I'm even hoping to have a couple guests on the podcast that are in the field, and that's just the beginning of what I hope to cover with this podcast. The number one question I always get is, how did I get involved in the paranormal? It's something that I have actually always believed in. I remember stories growing up from my godfather who would tell me of all the cryptid creatures out there. He was the one that introduced me to Bigfoot and to the Loch Ness Monster and to Sasquatch and all the other creatures. And I was completely enthralled by his stories. So from that point on, I always had a little interest in it. And then when I was growing up, I had an incident that was probably or could have just been my imagination, or it could have been something paranormal. I remember I was, we had just moved into our new house, and I was setting up my room, and I, something randomly fell that had been in the room for, you know, five days, let's say. Had never moved up until that point, and it kind of spooked me. So I went running downstairs, and when I did, I got to the basement. In the middle of the basement, we had a couch that was in the middle of the room. There was a window behind it. And clear as day, I saw a hand come up from behind the couch and kind of gesture for me to come. Now, I was probably eight or nine at the time. The hand was completely see-through. It was transparent. And between the picture falling and then this over imagination or whatever it was I was completely spooked and I ran out to the garage and did not go to the back of the couch there's a part of me that wished that I did and I told my parents and they you know they they wrote it off as my over imagination now if that happened today I would definitely go running towards it But I was a kid then, so I think you can, you know, justify it. It's not just ghosts that I believe in. I believe, like I said, in Bigfoot and Loch Ness and aliens. Because I, too, have had a UFO experience. Growing up in Connecticut, we had a wood-burning stove. And I was probably now, same house as this one probably about 12 or 13 years old and my dad asked me to go to the side of the house to get some kindling to put in the fire nothing out of the ordinary I do it all the time and I remember I opened the garage door and I mumbled something about it would be cool to see a UFO I don't know why it was on my mind and I turned left and let me just explain there was a house behind our house and then behind that house is woods well that's when I saw I saw a UFO 
was hovering above the woods behind our house. It was there for a good 20, 25 seconds. You can still see that triangle of lights. And it just kind of, you know, like I said, it hovered there. And then all of a sudden, it was gone. It zipped away. And I went inside. And my father was concerned that I came back without any wood. And he asked me why I was gone for 15 minutes and I did not bring back anything. For me, it seemed like it was two minutes. I apparently was gone for 15 minutes. As if that wasn't enough, I still have dreams that something else happened. I will at least two or three times a year have a dream that that UFO landed in our backyard. And... I could see the spaceship clear as day. So yeah, I've always had an interest in the paranormal. I love the paranormal. It's been something that has been a part of me f basically since those days. I have a uh, bag full of equipment. I'm ready to go at any time. I'm lucky enough to say I've been to, I believe it's nine different places that either ghost hunters or ghost adventures have been to. So over the course of this podcast, we're definitely going to be talking about some of those places that I've been to, maybe some of the episodes that I'm referring to. Honestly, I can't wait for you to hear some of my stories. Not only that, but we're also going to take a look at some of my evidence as well. So it's not just me talking. I want you to hear some of the audio that has happened on my investigations as well. So that's going to be in a couple of weeks. Um, I've worked at a uh, haunted location as well. I've got an amusing story from that as well. But before I let you go, because this is going to be a short introduction, I wanted to end on a funny story. I was uh, at the St. Augustine Lighthouse with a good friend of mine. It was daytime. We weren't really investigating, but just being there was a cool feeling. And so we were standing out in front of the lighthouse. And, you know, I did the, if anybody is here, give me a sign of your presence. And it was at that time that I heard a bell ring. And my eyes just bulged out. I was like, why am I not recording this? That was clearly a sign. And my friend could see the look of joy on my face. And she said, nope, there was a kid he kicked the bell. And I was sad. Very, very sad. But thank you for listening to the first episode of Real Paranormal Talk on CKCC Radio. I want to thank Chris O'Mealy for the wonderful introduction, as well as Kevin McLeod for providing the music called Lightless Dawn.